Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. There always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here is your host, Candy Messer. Hello, and welcome to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on last week's show, The Power of LinkedIn and Using It Effectively, informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, a link is located under the episode directory on my Voice America page, as well as links for iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. If there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abnp.com. Today's guest is Carrie Murphy, and I want to give you a little bit of background on her before we get into the actual discussion. So the CEO and founder of Inspired Living, Carrie Murphy, is committed to empowering people all over the world to dream it, live it, be it. An international speaker, media expert, and business mentor, she honed her expertise in the entrepreneurial field for over 20 years, helping others to create and succeed at a business they love. She's a television veteran with appearances on MTV, E!, Fox, and NBC, just to name a few. Her Inspired Living TV web series helps people bridge the gap between having a dream and making it their reality. When not inspiring and empowering others, you'll find her spending time with friends and family, playing the piano, or relaxing seaside, all while enjoying her new time as a mom. So welcome, Carrie. Thank you, Candy. So happy to be here. I'm glad to have you. It's exciting to have you here, too, because I know, having known you for so many years, all the things that you share and the expertise that you give. And so I wanted listeners to hear how to use video to help them grow their businesses. And so I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I wanted you to just start first by just giving a little bit of information about your background, how you ended up teaching entrepreneurs how to actually use the video in their business. You know, it's a, it's a funny and quite long story, but I'll try to keep it <laughs> keep it small for you, keep it short. But, you know, I started off uh, modeling and acting when I was 11 years old. And I always, you know, had the joke is, you know, 11-year-old is probably one of the most awkward ages for any young girl. <laughs> um, but it gave me a level of confidence. And I fell in love with just the ability to express myself through a camera lens. And from that childhood experience, I was doing commercial work, uh, independent films, got into a little bit of feature work, and then really fell in love with hosting. And at the same time, um, I had this just natural affinity for entrepreneurship. I started my first business in my 20s, early 20s, and then ended up purchasing that agency I went through as a little girl at 27. So I just love how life comes full circle. And so here I was running a business and using video. I was the local expert on our morning show. I was a fashion expert. I was doing commercial work. I was a spokesperson and I was still running a business. And at that time, we didn't have the platforms available to us that we do now. I had to audition to be on camera, which no one really needs to do anymore. (laughs) Um, But I just, even at that time, I didn't realize the correlation between using video for positioning and authority 
while building a business. And so when the recession hit in 2008, I found myself in an utter despair, um, not realizing why the agency wasn't creating income anymore and just finding myself in this place where, because I didn't surround myself with other mentors and coaches, um, like in that oh crap moment, you know, I really didn't know what to do. And so I was forced to close the agency And I have to say, I I go through that so quickly, but that was a really devastating time in my life where, you know, you kind of get to, it was a rebirth at the same time. So even though I, quote, lost it all, it gave me an opportunity to find it again. And really what that thing was that I knew that I was good at, but didn't trust myself to do. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck in doing things that they feel like they should be doing instead of doing their genius work and sharing their message. And that's what, to me, Inspired Living is. It's why my company is called that, because when we're committed to sharing our message and and impacting lives, then we give other people permission to do the same. And we get, you know, income because of that, but people's lives get changed because of it too. So long story short, I just quickly found this niche in coaching and realizing with the opportunity to use video the way we can now was such a low barrier to entry that people were just doing it all wrong and it was so inauthentic and and there was no strategy and no heartfelt connection and so I got excited about the opportunity to really help entrepreneurs who aren't trained in camera right who aren't like actors who are always in an on-camera class Um, to really learn how to authentically share a message in a way that's compelling, in a way that converts their viewers and listeners, and in a way that makes a difference in people's lives. Well, that's a great story to hear, too, that you changed, you know, from this devastating loss to turning it into something positive to help other entrepreneurs as well, which leads me into my first real question for you, too, on this topic. What is the importance of leveraging media in branding? Well, it's, it's incredibly important. You know, if you go back to just, gosh, five years ago, you know, we were paying a lot of money to get our message out there. I say video is not new. People have been paying for commercials since like the, the dawn of days of dawn of television. So it's not a new way of leveraging and getting viewership. But I think, again, what has changed, Candy, is the amount of content and platforms at our disposal. And if people don't know about you, you can't grow, right? And yet most entrepreneurs are not willing to put together a marketing budget. They don't want to pay for viewership. And so it's like, yes, there is a combination of organic, right? It's amazing. We can just go live at any moment and reach people. But then there's also strategy, you know, and media, radio, podcast, it's not just one. You can't just be like, I'm just going to do this and wait for all the right people to come. You have to figure out where your ideal viewer and, and watcher is. And then make sure that you have different platforms to connect with them. You know, I love video. I watch a lot of it, but I also love podcasts. You know, when I'm at the gym, I'm throwing on a podcast. When I'm in my car, I'm on a podcast. So what are we doing? We're, we're changing ILTV. Well, we're keeping it on video, but we're also launching a podcast. So you just want to think, how can people get my message in the most accessible way to their lifestyle? And I know you are touching kind of on strategy <laughs> here, but is there a specific strategy you would recommend when someone's using online video to promote their business? I'm going to say the number one strategy is be consistent. <laughs> you know, um, Smart. Yes. Yeah. 
I, I see people do like one video or I'll have a client come to work with me and they're like, you know, Carrie, I tried to do Facebook lives. I did them, you know, for a couple of weeks, but I just wasn't getting the traction. I'm like, oh my gosh, again, you know, any sort of media, any sort of message is all about consistency over time. You know, you think about McDonald's ads, you know, they, they don't show up just once, you know, and in just one location, you know, why are they a billion dollar company conglomerate and Starbucks, you know, it's like, we're always hearing about them. The same thing goes for you. Even if you're a small business, how are people hearing from you? So be consistent, have a core message, have have that one core message that you repeat over and over again. I think people are really afraid of feeling like they're being redundant. Mm-hmm. And please for, forgive the scratchy voice a little bit. Um, but the thing is what they feel like they've said a million times is probably the first time for someone. And so, yes, there are multiple messages within any business, but there should be a core message. And mine is, of course, sharing your message through video. But as you know, Candy, we do a lot more than that. So um, and there's a lot more messages around that. Like this month, everything we're talking about is overcoming fear. Well, that is a, a direct pivot, a direct line into being on camera. So um, you just have to figure out what is my core message? How often am I getting it out there? And then what's the call to action? What am I driving people to? I can't tell you how many times someone says, well, I have a group of 500 people that show up every week, but they never ask them to do anything. And then Mm -hmm. they wonder why they're not getting sales. Like, okay, we got to have a call to action strategy here. So it's all part of it. It's about having kind of that overall marketing plan with consistent messaging. Right. And what are the four D's? Such a good question. Um, When I was kind of starting over and I was doing a lot of personal development work, um, I started off kind of doing a lot of life coaching because I was coming off a year of being a personal development trainer and traveled the world doing that. So I came up with my signature four D's because a lot of people come to me and they're like, Carrie, I know I'm meant to do something bigger in my life, but I don't know what it is. Or I feel like I'm all over the place. A lot of entrepreneurs kind of have this spaghetti on the wall. um, And just they're so open to possibility that they don't stay focused on vision, if that makes sense. Like it's Mm -hmm. like they're they're over inundated with content and not enough action. So my four D's help them do that. So the first D is decide. You are the only one who holds the vision for your life. You have to decide what that is, not just for your business, but for your personal life. You want to make more money. Why? You know, it's like, why are you doing what you're doing? And you need to get clear because a confused mind, if it's someone else or yours, doesn't move. They don't take action. So, you know, think about, think about like when we decide to lose weight, right? I'm going to get in better shape. I'm going to lose weight. That's the number one thing we do. We have to decide. Then the second thing, which is the part that usually wavers is the dedicate. You know, we can make a decision, but then life happens. Um, we get thrown a curveball. We are tired. We don't want to go to the gym, you know, and the dedication to the decision wanes. And without perseverance and dedication, nothing great happens. I mean, I have interviewed hundreds of people, incredibly successful celebrities and entrepreneurs. And it always came down to the decision and the dedication to make something happen against the odds, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to you have to really dedicate. The next one is once you've decided and you're like, I'm all in, I'm doing this, I'm, I'm going to make it happen. You have to really figure out is 
what do I need to do next? How am I developing myself? Like right now, I am in full flex of developing my CEO muscle. Like I have run a business, but we are growing, we are scaling, and I need to develop my leadership ability, my my team management, my ability to drive brand and focus to something even bigger. And I'm telling you, moving from entrepreneur to CEO is a totally different mindset and muscle. And so (laughs) it's like, how are you constantly developing yourself into the person that can make that vision happen? Again, back to losing weight, you decided to do it. You're dedicated, you're going to the gym, you're making better food decisions. But how are you developing your mindset to support all of that, right? How do you need to develop your week, you know, and what you're preparing at home, all of those things. So decide, dedicate, develop. And the last one is deliver. How are you going to deliver yourself, your way of being, your relationships, your business to the world, you know? And and for entrepreneurs, I often say how people perceive you is their reality, whether it's reality or not, Mm -hmm. whether it's true or not. If you're showing up online one way and I perceive you to be this way, whether you're that way or not, that is your stamp, right? So you have to... Decide, dedicate, develop, and then deliver who it is you're committed to being. And that's why my tagline is dream it, live it, be it. You can't do anything in this world if you're not committed to being the person that is doing those things. Does that make sense? Of course. And I think what people have to realize then, too, is, you know, like you're saying, you have to decide, you have to dedicate. And, you know, like you said, life happens. And maybe you kind of stop in the middle. That doesn't mean you have to say, oh, now I just can't do it anymore. You can right. jump I give back up. in. Yes. Right. Get back in and do it. Yeah, Yeah, because life will happen. I mean, trust me, I have been there. I've had more life happen in in my years on this earth. And you know what I love about that, Candy, is that it's all pointing to something better. Whether I see it at that moment or not, you know, it's like, yeah, I got sidetracked. Yep, I got, you know, the timing wasn't right. Or I I didn't dedicate enough to it because it wasn't the right timing or I didn't have the right team or whatever it is. I think we beat ourselves up a lot. Um, because we don't reach a certain goal. And I don't really think that's healthy. I think that things happen sometimes as they should. I've been wanting to launch a makeup line for four years. I'm finally doing it now. Um, Congrats. Thank you. The timing wasn't right. I didn't have the right team. I didn't have the right infrastructure. So sure, I can beat myself up about it. Or I can just say, hey, you know what? Timing wasn't right. But to trust that the timing that shows up is. Right. And I think we have time for one more question before we go to break. So how can somebody with no experience be authentic and confident on camera? Okay, I think that's a longer question than we probably have time for. But what I will say is that the number one way to be authentic is know who you're talking to. Well, I'm going to go back. First, you have to know you. Confidence comes from clarity mm-hmm. and confidence comes from doing something and seeing a result, right? I mean, remember the first time you rode a bike? And you're so nervous and you probably weren't very good at it. I still feel that way, honestly, every time I get on a bike. But um, and then you're like, oh, my God, like I, I just went down a hill faster than I thought I could. Or I just did this or and then before you know it, you find your rhythm. So confidence comes from doing, not thinking. And I feel like for so many of us, especially when it comes to video, we're so scared of the thought of it that we don't do it. And that keeps us from being confident right? The more you do anything, the more confident you get. So confidence comes from doing, not thinking, first of all. The second one is authenticity comes from knowing who you're talking to. You cannot be authentic if you feel like you're talking to everyone. 
And Candy, mm-hmm. most people press record and have no idea who is watching, why they're watching. It's all about them, you know, and not all about them in a, in a narcissistic way, in a bad way, but they're all about their words, their story, what they're saying, instead of being committed to showing up to that one person who's watching. Mm-hmm. And when you're having an intimate conversation with someone, there's no way you can't be authentic, right? right. But when you think you're talking to millions of people, right, and you have no idea why, then your authenticity goes out the door because mm-hmm. you just you don't know who you're talking to. So to me, confidence comes in practice and seeing the result. And authenticity comes from really knowing you, your message, and who you're talking to. I think that's a good point, too, is really knowing the message you want to share and that particular person you want to share it with. Like I said, instead of broadcasting just out there to the general public, you know, what is it that you want to share for that one person that you're trying to reach? And then hopefully, you know, they'll hear your message and it will resonate. Right. I always say when you when you reach one, when you focus on one, you reach many. When you try to meet, reach many, you reach no one. The good point. <laughs> You know, good. You know, it's good for people to remember that too, because I think we are just trying to get our message out there and not thinking. You know, just focus on the one person. Yes. Okay. Well, it looks like that it's time to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue to chat with Carrie about how to use video in your business. You're listening to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer on Voice America Internet Radio. We'll be right back after this brief commercial break. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. 
it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to BizHelp for You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to BizHelp for You. Welcome back to BizHelp for You with Candy Messer. In the last segment, Carrie Murphy told us about her background and how she got into assisting entrepreneurs with using video to market their businesses. Now let's learn a little bit more about this as well as the types of videos that you should be using. So Carrie, the first question that I have for you are what are the three things that every entrepreneur should do to grow their business? Oh, the three things. Um, I would say the number one thing when you're looking to grow is how you're uniquely differentiating yourself in the marketplace. There are so many of us doing what it is that we're doing. I'm not the only person out there that's teaching entrepreneurs how to be on camera. You're not, you know, the only bookkeeping service. There's a ton of realtors. So I think, first of all, to really understand when you're looking to grow your business is how are you uniquely different and how do you solve a problem in the marketplace? I think you have to be so clear with that because people are shopping, people are looking, people are on social, and you need to be able to create a unique experience for the viewer. And that brings me to the second thing, which is how are you emotionally connecting with people? Now, in business, we probably don't think a lot about emotional connection. We think about transactional um, conversations. We think about selling. We think about promotions. We think about content. But Candy... Without connection, there is no conversion. Mm -hmm. So it's always about how am I connecting in an emotional way to my target audience in a way, as I said earlier, that is consistent and I'm constantly in front of them, which also brings me to how are you showing up as an authority? How are you showing up as a leader? How are you kind of disrupting the marketplace? I feel like, especially for women, we are taught not to disrupt. We are taught to make everyone happy. You know, I just want everyone to like me, which is why so many of us don't get on camera because we're afraid to be judged. But I'm telling you that like you build brand and momentum by disrupting a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So, and it doesn't have to be political. It doesn't have to be religious. It's just, how are you doing things differently? Again, going back to that unique differentiator, okay? And then I would say, you have to also look at from your place in, in the business. So if you're a CEO, if you are the one, even as a solopreneur running the business, you have to look at your time as the most valuable asset you own. And so with that, you know, it's how are you delegating? How are you surrounding yourself with team? I mean, Candy, there's no way we could scale and grow inspired living if I didn't have the team to help us grow. And one of the things that I'm constantly working on, I fail miserably, but I'm working on it all the time, is how to do more of what I do best and outsource the rest. Like, how do I really stay in my zone of genius? What are the things that only I should be doing that are top tier productive that everyone else can be doing? And it's so funny, I was speaking at an event yesterday and the, the gentleman who runs his own business was like, you know what, I hate hiring team because I'm a control freak and I feel like I can do it better and it takes too much time to train. And he's not the only person that thinks that way. Most of us do because we know our business intrinsically, like we know it so right. well. But I'm telling you, the more you try to do everything, the less you do anything right, you know, because only you are the one that can share your message, that can go out there and make the connections that you can make, can speak the way you do. So I think leverage and team 
is vital to growing. You cannot grow if you're not willing to build team and then becoming the leader to steer the team. And be willing to pay for that, too, because a lot of times I think that's why people don't is because they're like, oh, well, it costs so much to do X. But if they let that go and focused on their expertise, they could grow their business. And you know what can I say? But think about think about all the revenue you could be generating if you weren't answering emails and sending out contracts and following up with invoices and going to the post box like, oh, my gosh, don't get me started. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, I know this next question is going to be like um, the meat of kind of what you want to share, too, because we are talking about video and we need to know what are the five types of videos that we Mm. should be using in business? Yes. So um, when I started out teaching entrepreneurs how to be on camera, it's kind of like everyone kind of wanted the sales video, what I call the promotional video. And that is important. Um, But it can't be the only video that we are using to ignite and convert our audiences. Um, And yet on the other side, Candy, I see so many people using great content resources and and putting out great content and not asking for sales. So I came up with my five P's, my five types of videos that when when you strategically use these in a marketing plan, you will find that the connection, the conversion, and the growth of your business is incredible. So the first one is positioning. Now, this is the video that is on your website. By the way, I have two things I want to share. According to Inc., people are 67% more likely to buy a product or service after watching a video. So I want you to think for a minute of all the times you've watched a video, and because of that video, you made a purchasing decision. Or maybe you made a decision, and then Facebook found out, and they're retargeting you with videos, and it just (laughs) confirms your decision, right? Right. Those sneaky little <laughs> little <laughs> algorithms. Um, so video is a huge part of our economic decision making. Okay. And then secondly, we spend all this time on building websites and building our brands. And yet most people don't visit a website. And when they do, they're on it for less than eight seconds. Mm. So we have found that when you put a video on the top half of your website, which means people don't have to scroll down. It's right there on the top part of your website. The website will convert at over 78% better. Why? Because people know instantly they're in the right place. You're the right person. There's something there for them and they take the next step. So the positioning video is vital. And that's a, that's a video that we actually, you can come work with my team and I for two days and we solidify the core message. We teach you how to create your content. And I know you know this because you've done it. And we shoot that positioning video. And it needs to be no more than two minutes because you haven't built the trust yet to get people to watch longer. Mm-hmm. And it's all about igniting curiosity. You're not selling anything. You're just saying, hey, welcome to my home. Um, you're in the right place. Let me invite you in and tell you what I do here. You know, So that's positioning. It sets you up as an authority, and it tells me why I'm on your site and that I'm in the right place. Then you go into promotional, and those are very important. When you have a video on an opt-in page or a sales page, research shows they convert at over 67% better, So, if not more than that. So you absolutely want to drive people with videos to make a purchasing decision. And there's lots of ways to do that, and they can feel super good and authentic and not salesy. The one that drives the business, the one that creates the most connection, the one that you will get the most likes and comments on is what I call personality videos. 
These videos are the behind the scenes glimpses of your life. Think about it for just a minute. Why do we watch all the reality TV that we do, (laughs) right? Because we love seeing, I hate to say it, we love to see the mess. We love to see the the outcome. We love to see the inside scoop of something. Like I remember E used to do those two Hollywood stories. Do you remember those? You know what? I actually didn't get to watch a lot of TV when I was younger. I was in um, a band and I was doing all kinds of things at school and, you know, different things. So I didn't watch a lot of TV. Okay. Well, it wasn't that long ago. It was just probably about 10 years ago. But um, Okay. But, well, but then e I was reading It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> e, um, e would do these true Hollywood stories. And I was always fascinated about the story behind a certain celebrity. I think that's why I love interviewing people because I find stories fascinating. And we can connect with story, right? Stories have been around forever and stories are how we connect. So personality videos is all about your story, your life, your behind the scenes. And I work with my clients on really deciding how much to share. I think that's a big fear is, you know, what's the difference between being authentic and transparent? Authentic is how you show up. Transparent is how much you show up. So Mm. we teach that. Um, But it's so important. You cannot just put out perfectly glossy images and content and not show the behind the scenes and expect your business to grow. So personality is huge. And it's the one that most people are scared to do. The next uh, video in the four part is product. We should all be leveraging our expertise. I think every entrepreneur can probably have some sort of online training or course. You see master classes now where really well-known artists and celebrities are doing master classes. People love learning at their own pace. People love to buy products and services when they can't come get you in person. So product videos are huge and it can be a seven figure direct line to your bottom line. Um, So I love teaching that. And also I consider a weekly blog where you're putting out great content product videos. These populate your YouTube channel, your Facebook pages. They're giving people great advice and tips and getting them into your community. So when you have something to sell, they can't wait to buy. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing that really tips the dial is social proof. You can sit here and toot your own horn all day. But when you have other people tuning your horn, then people are much more likely to purchase from you. And there's nothing that conveys a happy customer like a, ver- like a video, like a, a video testimonial. So I call those proof videos. And those proof videos should be scattered throughout your site, throughout your social, because again, they are just social proof of the results that you bring. So again, you have positioning, promotional, personality, product and proof five p's five p's (laughs) helps to remember when you have something like that too right yes so how did video marketing help you leverage your brand as a tv host and entrepreneur i mean we wouldn't be where we were without it i i cannot tell you well the very first even before i started inspired living when i owned my talent agency I had been a local host for years within, you know, the Pacific Northwest. And um, I got my first national job as a TV host through YouTube. The the Golf Channel found my blooper reels. Not even my fun. (laughs) They found my blooper reels. Yes. Through, um, it was another spokesperson job I was doing for a Tea Time website. Um, But nevertheless, like they were looking on YouTube for talent they came across my bloopers and called me, literally called myself. Still to this day, I don't know how they got it. So 
I mean, video, I can't even tell you the, the clients I get that say, I've been watching you for years. I love you so much. I've been wanting to work with you. And now's the time. Um, if I'm submitting myself to speak, my videos only affirm who I am and the level of expertise that I bring to an audience. Um, the media engagements, the partnerships. I mean, Candy, the clients. I mean, we we get, you know, $40,000 clients off of social media. So video for me, is we get probably half of our client base through my videos that I've put out over many years, by the way. Wow, that's awesome. And by the way, if you go back and look, they weren't always that great, you know, and still, like, there's always room for for improvement. But I used to shoot all my videos. I The lighting was horrible. The editing, oh, good Lord, don't get me started. But <laughs> I, I say that because we all have to start somewhere. I think people look at these people like Jasmine star and Marie Forleo and myself and these people who are using video in a in a more um, maybe professional I guess manner and yes you do want some professional videos out there for sure but not everything you do has to be high production quality right people right. care about you they care that you care about them they just want the content so we need to get over this need of it being perfect and just like everyone else well I think that is kind of the typical why we're not doing video I mean it could also be time sometimes we feel like we just don't have time to do it but I think I was this person too and I think probably still would be I'm just still not doing as much as I should right here or there I do Um, but I think sometimes we're afraid we're not going to do it right or it's not going to come across you know very well or something but I, I was proud of myself for the show that we were doing last week I went on and finally said okay I'm gonna do a quick video and just promote the show, tag the, you know, the guest or whatever. And I put it on my Facebook page. And then after I did, I realized I recorded it the wrong way. I did the phone vertically instead of horizontally. So mm-hmm. I had the two bars and I was like, oh, maybe I should redo it. I was like, forget it. I'm just, just going to leave it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, I done, done is better than perfect, Candy. Exactly. And I think that the only way you get, again, going back to confidence, right? The only way you get great at something is to continue to do it. And Everyone that you see that you probably admire using video did not start out that way. You know, any great actor is constantly in class, constantly, you know, getting better and sharpening their their tools and, and developing their craft. And as entrepreneurs, you know, our message is our muscle. We got to keep using it. We got to keep testing it. We got to put out different versions of it. We got to be afraid of doing it all perfectly and just be committed to sharing. And I have to say, We've got to get out of our head. You cannot be scripted and be authentic unless you're a trained actor, right? Mm-hmm. You really have to just have bullet points that, as you know, I teach at It Factor, like how to create the content and just show up. If you mess up, who cares? You know, just be committed to being in service more than being perfect. Well, and I think people are more forgiving of mistakes or things like that, too, than we realize I think we're harder on ourselves than people are on us yes. <laughs> and so yes. if we were okay with that and realize you know people probably aren't going to care that you know something happened or you know you said something incorrectly or you know it just or you held your camera the wrong way like I did right, right. you know so just being okay with trying it and I need to just take my own advice as I'm talking to you and do it a little bit more and just put it out there and you know kind of see what happens yes ma'am I'm with you <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say yes to that. So I know we probably have about like a minute or so left before I have to take a break, but if someone wanted to start and they haven't done any of these videos yet, which one would you suggest that they start with? Personality. 
okay. personality or I'm going to go to product. Like just share something, share a tip, right? Think about what is a pain point that my clients come to me with all the time? What's a question they're always asking me? Get on a Facebook Live, shoot a quick video, say, you know what? I get asked this question all the time, or are you someone who is constantly asking yourself this, or are you wondering about this? You know, if so, I just want to take a few minutes and share with you a solution that can help you with this issue. Share it, wrap it up, say, you know, come over to my website for more information, and I'll see you next time. That's a great tip. What are people asking you a lot? And then just turn that into a video. That that is going to be the most... You know, most of your content is thinking about what is the questions that I get asked all the time, you know, and Candy, I know you get asked a ton of questions. We all do, you know, what type of mm-hmm. video equipment should I use? What lighting, you know, what do I say? How do I say it? You know, what type of makeup do I use? I just answer those questions. Well, that's a great tip. I'm glad that you suggested that because it'll make it a little bit easier probably for someone to get started um, on their video. Um, But now it's time to take another quick break. So be sure to hang around to hear more from Carrie Murphy of Inspired Living about the use of video in your business. We'll be right back after a brief commercial break. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. If you are interested in the business of rental equipment, be sure to check out Rental Equip Talk Radio with host Donald Charbonnet. We talk to some of the top names in the rental industry, as well as cover topics that include safety, training, fleet management, legal issues, and more. We'll also cover the history and future of the rental equipment industry. Rental Equip Talk Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to BizHelp for You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to BizHelp for You. Welcome back to BizHelp for You with Candy Messer. Today I'm chatting with Carrie Murphy of Inspired Living. Let's find a little bit more about using video from her. 
So, Carrie, how did you exponentially grow your business while being a single mom? <laughs> the grace of God. <laughs> She's um, adorable, by the way. Thank you very much. Um, gosh, it just goes by so fast. You know, it's funny because um, I, I recently got engaged. Very excited yes, about congratulations. that. Congratulations! Thank you. And he's an amazing man and, and loves my daughter so much. And it's, it's funny because he asked me the same question. Like, Carrie, how in the world did you grow your business and be a mom and do all the things that you do? And Candy, I don't think I have an answer for that. I think that women, we just innately do. You know, mm-hmm. I think that we are pre-wired to be extra human sometimes. Um, I will say this, though. I was at a place in my business where I knew that we had an audience and that my message was was vibrating, right? And, and really connecting with people and that it was needed. And so I was willing to hire a team and get support. Now, I want to go back and tell you, I had to hire a full-time nanny and a business manager. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I was not, right? And so and we know those aren't inexpensive team members right. to bring forward. And I was scared out of my gourd, honestly. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I just know I need to and I'm going to trust it. And I was provided for And I think that there is this line, Candy, that we as entrepreneurs have to say, we have to make decisions from our vision instead of where we are right now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's like we, we can think so small, we can get stuck in scarcity, we can get stuck in fear. But I have to say, at least in my life, every single time I have trusted my, my gut I've hired before I thought I was ready. I took a big step, but I didn't know what the next one was. The road came up to meet me. And so I will say Inspired Living grew because I built my team. Um, I was very strategic with my time, um, you know, and, and truly by just the grace of God that, that I had something that people needed. We already had um, proven results. Um, you know, like I, the business was mature enough. It wasn't just starting. But you know what? I can't tell you how many success stories I know of women that started businesses like when they just had, when they, when they were on maternity leave. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, how in the world could you do that? Um, right. And, you know, between wine and the breast pump, like <laughs> it happened. Um, so I think it was taking risks. I think it was trusting myself. And I will say, you know, I, please don't look at me and think I didn't have my breakdowns and that I didn't feel scared or lonely. I have no family here. All my family's in Oregon. I had no support except my girlfriends, but I'm telling you, like my vision led me and I just happened to have, you know, a great baby. And, you know, I I can't give you a better answer than that, Candy. It just, Mm -hmm. it just did, but I did take risks and I did trust that I would be provided for. And I think often as women too, we just know we have to get things done and we're just going to make it work, whatever happens, you know, and so, and then when you're an entrepreneur, you kind of have to do that too. You take those two together. I mean, it's like double, you know, in terms of, I'm just going to have to do it. Yes. Right. Like it just is, you just do it. You know, I remember putting her to bed and working at night. I remember getting up and, you know, the nice thing about working from home is that I could sneak out, be with her, you know, go back and work. And so there's flexibility with that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. So what is the IT factor and why do you need it? Well, first of all, it's the it factor, Candy. We gotta oh, get it. yes, it's, you're right. The it factor. The it factor. And the it factor is that quality within each and every one of us that makes us a brighter light in the world. 
you know, I get asked all the time, do people naturally have it? Do you have to like learn it? Do you cultivate it? And I think it's all those things. You know, there are people that come out of the womb and they just have this light about them that is people are drawn to them. And then there's people that due to life or circumstances or family or religion or whatever it might be, they were told their whole life to put their light on dim. And this might sound a little airy-fairy for business, but I'm telling you as someone who is a conduit and a messenger for your brand and your services, the it factor is what draws people to you. And it is what I see in you, I see in me, right? It's that like attracts like. And you can't know that or be that without knowing who you are, you know? So I think taking the time to really understand who you are, what qualities make you you. But the beautiful thing about the it factor is that it's not external. So many people are afraid to be seen. They don't feel like, especially with women, we're pretty enough, we're tall enough, we're thin enough, whatever it is. And it has nothing to do with it. You know, I always say Oprah was told she didn't have a face for TV. Can you even imagine if she listened? Mm. Right. No. Good point. So Mm -hmm. it's really about how you're showing up and how, again, you're emotionally connecting with people and how your energy, I know it's a little airy here, is vibrating in a way that connects with other people. Right. I guess, like you said, sometimes it's just the things that you are, you know, saying that are going to resonate with the people that are supposed to be working with you. So just, you know, being yourself. And like I said, knowing who you are and who you want to serve. Yes. Yes. So how does someone become a celebrity expert? Well, I think it goes back to that consistent messaging all the time that you get known for that one thing. You know, a celebrity is someone who's just celebrated, right? Now, there are lots of people in our world that are celebrated that shouldn't be. But as a society, we decide who we're going to tear down and who we're going to lift up and when. But, um, you know, in the business sector, you know, we have everyone from Mark Cuban to Bethany Frankel to, I love Sarah Blakely. You know, you think about these people that, um, Brene Brown, like people who are educators, people who are innovators that get known. So you have to be consistent. You have to be resilient, man. You have to be dedicated. You have to be more committed to what you're doing than the judgment that comes with it. Um, my friend, Amanda Tress, who has scaled her business from like a million to 20 million in a year. Oh, wow. So much criticism. Oh, my God. You know, her husband said, how do you keep going when most people would be in the fetal position on the floor? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know I'm onto something. Like, I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's how you become a celebrity in your industry. Like, you are unapologetic for who you are, what you do, how you do it. You are out there, though, too. You cannot be the best kept secret and be a celebrity, right? So you have to be putting out content. You have to be proactive. You have to be, by the way, you don't need a publicist to get media. Like, it's not hard. We have a media expert on my team. We can show you how to pitch, how who to contact, when to do it. And so, you know, there are so many platforms looking for experts all the time. And how are you putting yourself out there? You know, so you you become an expert by being committed to being seen. Mm, Great information there, too. (laughs) Lots of tips in this uh, program today. So what was the most profound lesson that you've learned as an entrepreneur? I think there's a few. I think the first of all is... um, Going back to 
the decide. I think that, and this is one thing that I'm constantly working on is really just deciding on what that vision is and who I want to be within my brand and what our core values are and, and then going to dedicate, you know, what does that look like and how are we getting there from a strategic point of view? Um, I think allowing yourself to build the team, you know, you need, um, and the greatest lesson there's been two for me. One is investing in myself. Before I, quote, lost it all, I had never invested in personal development or coaches or mentors or strategists. I just wanted to prove I could do it on my own. Mm. I could not, I could never do that now. I would never do that now. I'm like, oh my God, I would just be the quickest demise, you know? Um, and I invest a lot in mastermind groups and attending the right events and surrounding myself with people that inspire me, that make me a better business leader. Um, and so I think that is really important. And then two, when you are hiring team, one of the mistakes I made early on, Candy, was hiring people I liked, hiring mm. people that were like me, hiring people that I could hang out with, right? Um, and even though that's fun, it's not productive. You have to hire people that are smarter than you, that know things that you don't know. You have to be willing to delegate and let go of control in order for you to remain in vision, you know? So mm -hmm. I would say for me, it's, it's continuing to be okay with the evolution of the vision because it will continue to change and that's okay. Um, but to get clear on what that is and to not allow outside circumstances to constantly sway you. Cause I feel like that's an issue a lot of entrepreneurs have. And then to investing in yourself with team and mentorship and then hiring the right team, which is one of the biggest issues for any business is team. Um, and so writing out before I hire someone, I write out the job description of this person. You know, what is their what is their skill set? But what is their mindset? How are they like with people? You know, what what do they want out of life? And it's amazing. Once you do that, you start attracting different types of people. Mm -hmm. uh, Exactly. Well, and you started completely over in your 30s. So what yes. was your greatest lesson? I would say my greatest lesson was what I really do now, which is trusting, trusting, you know, I'm going to say trusting God's plan for your life. And even though I lost it all, I knew it wasn't the end. You know, I knew there had to be something greater. So there was an internal optimism in me um, that, you know, that that fear uh, or that feeling of defeat could not take over. Um, but I have to say trusting yourself. I think that we're all given these gifts and these visions for our lives. And Candy, most people will never pursue them. At the mm -hmm. end of their life, they'll say, you know what? I regret I never did this. And this isn't about business, even though it can be, right? This is about I always wanted to sing. I always wanted to learn to surf. I always wanted to travel. You know, I knew that I'd be a great educator or I knew I wanted to get involved in politics. I don't know, whatever it is. Like, we all have these incredible talents and ideas about our life that we put up on a shelf and say, maybe someday. Mm -hmm. And for me, what losing it all did for me is it allowed me to go back to that shelf and pull down the one thing I knew that number one I was good at, I was passionate about. And that was sharing a message through a lens. I did not know. And it was really inspiring lives. I since I was a little girl, have been a cheerleader, have been the person that takes, you know, the, the down and out and tries to lift them up. I am a motivator. I am an in inspirer. Like, I love developing talent. And so, like, I had to go back to who am I? And, mm -hmm. and building a business around that instead of building a business around what should I? And so... Right. 
the number one lesson is to go back to who you are and trust that. Trust that. Trust those those yearnings and desires you have to steer you in your life. That can be in anything, by the way, relationships, right? Personal, business, you know, it's just trusting yourself. Well, I was going to say, I think sometimes, and I think women sometimes do this a little bit more than men too, but I think sometimes we put ourselves last or something too. I got to take care of the family. I have to do this. I have to do that, the business, this or that. So sometimes it is harder to say, oh, I want to pursue, you know, this passion that I have. Right. So what do you have to share um, with our listeners? I'm sure you have an offer you'd like to, you know, be able to share. Um, So what do you have that you would like them to be able to have as a... Mm-hmm. If there's anyone out there who is like jiving with this content and is excited but has been fearful to use video, maybe you are using video, but it's just not converting. You don't feel like you know what to do with it. You don't know what platforms to put it on. Um, I hold a two-day workshop once a year called Video Mastery, where myself and my amazing team come together to really teach you not just how to be on camera. You know, you can't just be great on camera and have nothing behind the scenes, right? None of the systems, the automation, the platforms. And you can't have all of that set up and not know how to authentically connect and show up on camera. So it's two full days of fun workshop style. You're going to get to know your core message. We're going to teach you how to be on camera, how to leverage video, and how to convert it to sales in two days. And it's awesome. It's taking place October 24th and 25th. You can go to videomasterylive.com and get all the details. And I do have to say I did it. It's been quite a few years, so I probably will have to do another one soon. Um, But it is a great event to go to and have help even figuring out what that message is and learning to be, you know, in front of the camera and having everything prepared and ready for you to actually have that video. So that was, it was a great event. Um, So how can people connect with you as well? If they want to find you, maybe they're not even ready yet to go to that video series, but they want to be able to connect with you. Yeah. I I mean, we're on social. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at Inspired Living TV. I think the best place to come, because a lot of people ask me, you know, how, what equipment do I need? How do I even get started? We have a free guide for you um, that you can go download right now and get started. And that is on my website. It's inspiredliving.tv. We have a ton of resources there for you and ways for us to connect. That's great. And I would highly recommend you check out Carrie's stuff as someone who's done some of her things over the years. I definitely highly recommend um, the things that she teaches. Um, So Carrie, I'm so thankful though that you were able to join me today. And for the listeners, thank you for joining us. I hope you found this topic interesting and that it answered some questions about how using video can help market your business and the different types of video that can be used. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Carrie at any of the links that she shared, or you can send us a message at media at abandp.com. Next week's topic is people love to give you money. I hope you can join us for this presentation. And please remember, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is www.abandp.com. Links can be found on my Voice America page. Remember to tune in each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you can't join us for the live show, you can find the episode saved on the business channel on www.voiceamerica.com 
or find the podcast posted on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to BizHelp For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a terrific week.